Welcome to New in Nashville. This is your host, Elam Freeman. I'm a commercial real estate broker and yoga instructor based in Nashville, Tennessee, and I am a Nashville native who has spent time living in Los Angeles and Washington, D.C. I have also traveled to all 50 states and visited nearly every U.S. metropolitan city bigger than Nashville. I am crazy about Nashville's growth and want natives, newcomers, and tourists to have the knowledge they need to keep up with our city's pace. Christina Helton Barnett holds her Bachelor's of Science degree in business with concentrations in both marketing and advertising from the University of Alabama. She also has an associate's degree in business administration and accounting. In high school and throughout college, Christina gained hospitality and customer service experience by working in the restaurant industry as a hostess and server. Out of college, Christina used her marketing and advertising education as she worked as an account executive for a major advertising agency in Birmingham, Alabama for three years. She decided her dream was to one day own her own business, and she needed to sharpen her business management and operations skills to attain this goal. For the past two years, Christina has worked with her dad, Tim Helton, in learning and helping him run the family business, Helton Inc. Custom Home Building. Given her wide range of customer service experience and specialty education in the fields of marketing and advertising, Christina's greatest strengths is her knowledge in how to grow a business and maintain relevancy through ever-changing trends and challenges. This includes social media presence, sales and marketing tactics, demographic and psychographic awareness, and hospitality. Today, we are here with Christina Helton Barnett, and she is the owner of Legendary Milkshake Bar that will be opening in downtown Nashville next month. Um, and I'm really excited to talk with her about her business and what brought her to open up her business in Nashville and all her plans for the future. So without further ado, welcome, Christina. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll go ahead and jump right in with our interview questions. So when and why did you move to Nashville? Um, we decided to move to Nashville um, to be closer to the shop that we're opening up in downtown. Um, we moved here the end of April, early May to get started on our remodeling for the space. And the reason why we decided to move, obviously, is because we're opening up a new milkshake bar coming downtown. So um, that's why and when, but um, it's really exciting. Yeah. And you're from Huntsville, so yes. why Nashville versus Huntsville for the milkshake bar? We get that question a lot, actually, especially from, like, my friends in Huntsville. It's like, why are you not opening one here? Um, but it's really all based around the demand is just higher here in Nashville. We saw a gap in the market um, for milkshakes. You know, Nashville has all kinds of sweets. They have donuts and cupcakes and all kinds of, like, ice cream, all kinds of yummy desserts. Like, Nashville has a strong sweet tooth. There's so many yummy desserts out there, but there wasn't a specific milkshake place. Like, there's other places that you can get milkshakes from, but not an actual specific milkshake bar. Right. Um, and uh, so we just saw a gap in the market, and we knew that there were a lot of tourists that come to Nashville, and that's kind of our tar- that's our target audience. So there's not too many tourists that actually come to Huntsville. Um, yeah. There are some for the Space and Rocket Center, but not to the capacity of 
Nashville. So, right. And it was just like an hour and a half away from home. So it's not like it's too far away. Yeah. So we thought it'd be a great location for our first shop. Yeah, that's awesome. And what are the pros and cons so far of moving to Nashville? The pros and cons. Well, the pros are um, you get the downtown experience or you get the city life. I love being able to experience this because it's something that I haven't really got to experience in my life personally because I kind of live like out in the country um, in Huntsville. I know Huntsville's a city. We actually live in Madison, so it's a little outside of the city of Huntsville. Okay. Um, so the pros are getting to experience this new kind of lifestyle and um you know the convenience of our apartment downtown is just so nice i love the convenience of everything and um i guess the cons would really be more of a well everything's really more expensive here <laughs> the yeah. cost of living is so expensive and the cost of living downtown is outrageous so um I guess that would really be the only con and then more pros oh my gosh the food the food is amazing up here um (laughs) we really need to get some of these restaurants down in Huntsville but um hopefully and um there's so many more I can't think of any more yeah (laughs) they'll come out throughout the conversation I love Nashville though it's incredible good good um and what has your experience been like running a family-owned business Um, Is this something that you and your family have done before? Yes. So my dad has owned his own business his whole life for like 30-something years. Um, So I've always been, you know, and me and him are really close. Uh, We're like, we're super best friends, very close. And uh, so I've just watched him own his own business his whole life. In the last two years, um, I've actually come on board with our family business. It's um, can I say what it's called? Yeah. It's called Helton Inc. It's um, a custom home building company. So we actually build houses and remodel homes. And um, we do some commercial work too. But uh, I decided to come on and uh, join the team um, and run the family business and learn how to like run a business from my dad. Um, and it's just, it's been incredible. It's re- It's been really cool to be able to work with him so closely. You know, we are really great friends and I get to actually learn a lot from him, um, working so closely with him. And um, it's, it's just been, it's been wonderful. But also, you know, as with anything else, you know, you have your, your times where you're like, you know, spending way too much time with him, like 24 seven, like, um, you know how they say you shouldn't, like, be roommates with your friends if you want to stay friends with them? Right. <laughs> so some days I'm like, oh, my gosh. But uh, it's been wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely cool. Awesome. That's great. Um, so how did you come up with the name Legendary Milkshake Bar? Mm, we get this question a lot, too. It was actually—it's a funny story. It's, it was actually completely by accident. Um When we decided to open up Legendary, it was back in November, and at that time, I was about eight months pregnant. So um, I had on my phone, you know, in the notes section of your phone, I had baby names and business names, (laughs) and I would go over um, both of them with my husband every single night. I'd go over, like, baby names that I've thought of and what he thinks of them, and then I'd go over my business names that I thought of for— for the milkshake bar. And uh, just to kind of see what he thought, because, you know, he's an outsider, outsider's perspective. Um, me and my dad are in it every single day. So it's like I wanted to get a fresh pair of ears um, and just see what he thought of them. So I was just sitting there pitching him my ideas, and he was kind of shooting them down, like not liking any of them that I had thought of. And I was like, well, you know, I really just want something epic and something great and something just legendary. And he was like, 
legendary. Ha ha ha. And we, <laughs> we laughed about it for like a second. And then I realized, like, that's it. That is the name. That is so cool. Like, we're very punny people, yeah. too, by the way. Like, we're super, we love puns and we love to, like, just do play on words all the time. So it's kind of like something that we do back and forth. So when he was like legendary, it was funny in passing. And yeah. then it was just like, oh my gosh, it's that aha. That's the name. Yeah. So that's kind of where it originated from. But um, I'm really glad my husband came up with it because I'm glad he got to be involved in the business. He's kind of doing his own thing. He's a paramedic okay. and he loves his job. So he's really just involved in his own thing. Um, but I'm so glad that he got to be a part of the business that way and come up with something for the business and yeah. be involved that way. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I think you're, just from what I've even been able to tell from the website and your Instagram, it seems like you're really going to kind of meet that middle ground between appealing to tourists but not being, like, overly cheesy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like yeah. you kind of – and a lot of downtown businesses, in my opinion, don't strike that. Like, your business, I can already tell, is a place that I, as a local, would want to come. And there's a lot of places downtown that just don't interest me at all. But I think, um, yeah – having like the recipes that I saw on your website I'm like these are truly gourmet milkshakes mm -hmm. and um I think like you said that's not something that any national establishment really has yet and really is centered around so I think you'll be able to attract both the tourists and the locals which is really neat we hope so we really hope so because it's not all about appeasing to the tourists you know yeah. we're we are here and you know the locals live here so we definitely want to appeal to them and bring them in um i used to live in birmingham alabama and there i see a lot of similarities in nashville and birmingham where it's like you know live local be local buy local just yeah. everything local it's such a local place and it's it's beautiful i loved that about birmingham and so i see it a lot in nashville and yeah. so i don't want to just appeal to tourists yeah. um i definitely want to be more of the local feel too. And I think that's going to help because this is our very first location ever. It's mm -hmm. not like we're a franchise or we're not, you know, a corporation. Or, well, we are a corporation, but we're not a corporate, like right. big company coming to Nashville. It's our first location mm -hmm. ever. So it can have a lot of local feel. And we're yeah. planning on being very like Smashville, Music City, like involved in that kind of stuff too. So um, I hope that we can, you know, drive um, a lot of sales to the locals and bring them in and, yeah. um, Hopefully we, uh, you know, hopefully they like us a lot. Yeah, for sure. And do you come up with all the recipes yourself? Uh, yes, I have. Okay, the wow. menu is com like there's a lot of things my husband and my dad does with me, but um, the menu is completely me. Um, like I said, I'm a very punny person, and I try like you mentioned cheesy. I'm sometimes I can get kind of cheesy. My husband's like, you got to tone it down a little bit because not everybody is like that cheesy. And I'm like, okay, I do. I need to kind of like tone it back. So um, some of those menu items are punny, but they've been revised by my husband <laughs> to not be too cheesy. Uh, but yes, the, the recipes I've come up with and the names of the milkshakes, which some of them are a play on words. Some of them are a little punny too. Yeah. What's your favorite? My favorite. Um, I like rolling in the cookie dough. I thought that was really fun. And I like Breakfast of Champions because it's got chocolate-covered bacon on it. <laughs> and who nice. doesn't love that? Um, and it's got coffee ice cream, which I love. I love coffee ice cream. I love coffee. So yeah. that's probably my absolute favorite. Wow, that sounds pretty amazing. Yeah. And I think using those more um, innovative and kind of like, you know— um, 
I don't know, ingredients that are kind of outside the box that, like, if you make a milkshake at home, you're not just going to have chocolate-covered bacon sitting around. I think that will also set you apart because I know there was, like, in L.A., there used to be millions of milkshakes, and they were all about their names and, like, uh, naming them after celebrities. But it's my understanding they went out of business and I think, or closed for some reason. And I always went and was a little underwhelmed with their product because it was just, like, just vanilla ice cream and they were mixing in, like, Mm -hmm. you know, Reese's, M&M's, Oreos, you know, and it was just like you could get different combinations, but it really wasn't like special ingredients. So Mm. um, it sounds like you've really kind of gone above and beyond to really curate a menu that um, is interesting and um, kind of will just be another differentiator. Yes, definitely. um, And you talked a little bit about this already, you know, in terms of your location, but why specifically did you choose downtown? Because, you know, there's other areas of town. I know where tourists go as well, whether it's like Hillsborough Village or Pancake Pantry or, um, you know, the um, Opryland for um, the entertainment out there. What was sort of downtown, like what set that neighborhood apart for you? Well, I got I kind of mentioned before it was a big, uh, what was a big driver was because that's where the tourists go. Typically, they want to experience Broadway um, and just kind of experience downtown when they come here, Mm -hmm. in addition to other places. But we we thought that, you know, Broadway and downtown was like the heart of what people want to come see and experience when they come here. So the tourists were definitely a big driver. Um, Another reason is just because... um, we wanted to bring a family-friendly excursion to downtown uh, amongst the beer and the bar scene. Um, we wanted to provide a new kind of bar, something that children could enjoy. Uh, and I think that as Nashville progresses, you're going to see more of that family-friendly like stores and things that kids can do um, as opposed to just walking down Broadway and like all the bars and everything. Yeah. Um, so we definitely wanted to be part of that progression. Yeah. Awesome. I think that's really important to be adding. And I really think there's more opportunity there from a business standpoint, because like you said, there are so many bars. I mean, when I'm on Broadway, it's like, I don't even know what honky tonk I'm in. There's so many of them. <laughs> I know. It's like, where are we again? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, your spot will be memorable because it is like, and it will really be a go-to for families, mm-hmm. which is really neat. I've gotten a lot of people reaching out about it, about it being like a, a family friendly, like, like a lot of people have reached out and said, like, when my parents come into town, like, I don't want to take them to the bars, yeah. but this is somewhere that I can take my parents when they come visit me or, you know, aunts, uncles, cousins, like people that aren't just into that, you know, bachelorette or birthday party or, you know, whatever you're doing on Broadway, whatever event it is that's bringing you there. If the people are just coming to visit you, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to take them to do? Right. So, and it's so great because we're right across the street from escape games, which I feel like a lot of people go and do that. um, And then they can just come out and like, oh, look, there's a milkshake bar. Let's go experience that too. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, And how did you go about finding the opportunity to lease a space downtown? Um, and what was it like finding an off-market deal? Oh, goodness. Again, (laughs) my husband comes to the rescue on this one because he is actually the one that found the space for lease online um, on a website that we never even checked before. Uh Um, So he he really came through. He found the space. Um, We, you know, went through the process of 
reaching out to the person who was who owned it and to lease it and uh, went through that process. So it was a really hard process, though. Before that, um, you know, we saw other spaces for lease. They needed a lot of work done to them because most of the spaces that were for lease were office spaces, which is, um, you know, a lot of work when you're turning an office into a restaurant-type business. Um, but there, there really weren't that many available downtown. We had a really hard time. We started looking in, like, December. I was very pregnant when we started looking. Um, and then January, February, it just kind of kept rolling, and we couldn't find anything. So um, very close to March-ish, March, the end of March, my husband found the space. And so it, it was just a lot of hard work and a little bit of luck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good for y'all. That's awesome. Um, one thing that I did want to touch on when I was looking that really stood out to me was I noticed that you have gluten and dairy-free options, which downtown having anything that's, like, appealing, you know, that's a different option or, like, appealing to people with dietary restrictions is pretty much unheard of from my perspective unless you go to, like, one of the higher-end restaurants, like, Mm -hmm. and some of the hotels are on 4th and, like, that. So um, when I saw that, I was— you know, really pleasantly surprised. Um, so what inspired this? Honestly, um, if I'm being completely honest, like I said, I, I was, you know, I was a new mama when I curated the menu. And at the time, I had to be dairy-free from breastfeeding my little girl. And so I realized that when I was creating the menu, that I wouldn't be able to have any of these milkshakes. I couldn't even, like, you know, test our own products because I was, you know, um committed to her. And so I realized that we we needed to have a a dairy-free option, um, at least one, if not, you know, multiple and see how that can go. Um, So I wanted to do that. I, you know, I know when you're a new business and everything, you can't be all things to all people, but I just want, it was really important to me just because of the experience that I was going through with her and being a new mom and everything. Um, I wanted to have a dairy-free option for new moms. And that was what inspired me. But then also in addition to that, there are people with, you know, uh, dairy intolerances and people who actually choose to be dairy free. So and because I did live in Birmingham, there was a lot of like, you know, gluten free, dairy free, all organic, you know, like all in Nashville kind of struck me the same way, like it was similar to my experiences in Birmingham. So I thought people would appreciate it here. Right. And my thoughts were dead on because when I posted our dairy-free milkshake on uh, social media, the engagement was just so (laughs) great. It it has been our biggest, like, hit on social media. There have been so many people that have reached out to me, commented, you know, um, talked about the dairy-free option. So Mm -hmm. it has opened my eyes a lot to, you know, other opportunities we might have in future, like, in our our menu in the future. So, And as far as gluten-free... You know, a lot of people are going gluten-free these days, and a lot of people have, like, gluten allergies and things like that. So, I, you know, if it's not a big deal, if it's not not a lot of trouble, why not have that on the menu? Right. Exactly. No, I I love that. Um, And what are some concepts in other cities that have inspired you um, in kind of the curation of the space and the menu and um, just the concept altogether? Oh, okay. Great question. Um. What has inspired the concept, there there are other milkshake bars in the world. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, you know, there's 
there's even one as close as Jasper, Alabama. They're not a milkshake bar, but they uh-huh. do have milkshakes that are similar to ours. They're, I think some people coin the term like freak shakes. Uh-huh. You know, they have like the big dessert toppings on yeah. top. Um, but uh, there's some in Orlando. I know that they're like in Disney World and things like that. And then as I did more research, there's, like you said, L.A. There's tons and tons of milkshake bars in L.A. Um, and then Black Black Tap in uh Vegas. And, yes, yeah. it's huge. Yeah. And New York. And then as I started looking, there's even, they're all over the world. Australia has so, like a couple of them that are really cool. And then Singapore has one called, um, let's see, what is it called? Cake Spade. How oh clever. Gosh, I don't hilarious. know. Like I said, you I probably mean, love that with your punny. <laughs> I do. Like I said, I'm very punny. So I was yeah. like, oh man, I love that. And then, uh, you know, Chocolate Emporium, that's the one in Orlando. Toothsome Chocolate Emporium, that's in Orlando. Um, they're just all over the place. Yeah. I feel like we're on, I, sh- I don't want to say the beginning, but I feel like we're towards the beginning of a big craze, mm-hmm. like a big trend. Yeah. I feel like this is frozen yogurt all over again. You're right. going to start seeing these things pop up everywhere. So um, I've just been inspired by a lot of them. Yeah. And as far as the space goes, um, I'm truly like, I'm obsessed with... Uh, Milk jar cookies. They're in California, and I love their space. They take you on a tour of their space um, on their website. And so I've gone on their website and looked at their space all the time. I love it. Um, so we're kind of going to – they've inspired the look of the of the space. So uh-huh. when you go in there, it's going to be kind of similar to theirs a little bit. I really love what they've done. They kept it light and airy, lots of, like, bright colors. Well, mostly white, but it's very light and airy and it doesn't feel so cave-like with the dark colors and everything. So um, they've inspired the look for sure. Awesome. Cool. Um, So now I want to move into some questions kind of about um, the business side of things. So first, um, this is a question I ask a lot of business owners, but how do you handle the branding and social media without getting overwhelmed? And is there any areas that you've decided to outsource um, versus doing it yourself? That's a great question, too. Um, For me specifically, I have a background in marketing and advertising. I graduated from the University of Alabama, and I double majored in marketing and advertising. So this is kind of my thing. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody has their talents and and passions, and I love marketing and advertising. Um, So there isn't a whole lot that I've outsourced our logo specifically, I did get um, – I asked my friend to create that. Uh, I used to work with him at an advertising agency in Birmingham. Cool. And so um, he created the logo for us, and it's truly – I love it. I oh, love yeah. the logo. It tells a story. It's wonderful, and it's not like – you know, you think when you think of milkshake bar, a lot of people go to like the cow, you know, that's the obvious choice, right? It's the cow, the dairy cow. So I wanted to kind of get away from the dairy cow because I think a lot of um, ice cream shops and things like that, they use a cow. Mm -hmm. Um, So he, I told him that and he created, you know, kind of that farm style, like milk bottles and a farm truck. And it's almost like, you know, farm to table. It's almost like farm to ice cream shop or milkshake bar. Um, And then our representative, is a milkman. So you know how like mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A has like the logo is a chicken yeah. and their C, but the representative, the brand representative is a cow. Uh-huh. Like we kind of have that going on where we have like our logo is like the farm with the truck and the milk bottle together, but our representative is a milkman. So it's like he goes from the farm and he brings it to you kind of thing. Yeah. It just tells a story and I love it. Yeah. Um, 
not to kind of go off on our, our logo there, but um, I just wanted to kind of tell the story of how our logo came about. Yeah. And then other than that, I've pretty much done everything myself. The website, our Facebook and social media, all of our social media I've done myself, um, the banners, the flyers, the menus, and then I've done multiple photo shoots myself to, you know, generate some social media content that we can use. And uh, I don't really get overwhelmed with social media, and I suppose that's just because I'm very active on my own social media. Um and I just really enjoy it. I just yeah. I just really enjoy it. So I'm not really overwhelmed about it. Um, and I'm very up to speed on it, just given my experience and background. So yeah. uh, I guess, I don't know. For me personally, I'm not overwhelmed. Yeah. But I can easily see how somebody would because it's a lot of work. It's right. a lot to keep up with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and kind of on that vein – do you all, um, how has hiring been for the shop? And because I know that's, you know, a big thing in Nashville right now is everybody's talking about the labor shortage and, you know, having an, such a low unemployment rate, you know, which is, I guess, says great things about our economy. But for a business owner, like looking to hire, you know, people to work a business that's going to be open, I guess, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, well, six days. Oh, six days. Okay. For 12 hours. Okay. 12 hours wow. every day. Gotcha. For six days. Okay. So how late will y'all be open? Uh, we're open from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Okay. Gotcha. So, cool. Um, but of course, you have to have the closing shift. So when you close, you have to clean up and everything. So right. really, realistically, we won't be getting out of there till like 12, 1 in the morning. Yeah. Um, to answer your question, though, it's been more challenging than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, just because I didn't anticipate or I didn't realize all the new bars opening up mm-hmm. just, you know, blocks away downtown um, on Broadway, like Old Red and Jason Aldean and whis- like Whiskey, what's that one called? Whiskey Dirk Row. Smith. Yeah, Whiskey yeah. Row. Is that what it's called? Um, but yeah, so I think with a lot of new bars and new places opening up at the exact same time, it's everybody's getting kind of like, you know, hired before we open up. So um, it's been a little challenging, but I've got to roll with the punches and just adapt. So I've kind of, you know, made some changes and everything. Um, But it's going pretty well. I would love to have more people come on board, but I think it's going to start rolling and we're going to get more inquiries to join our team. I mean, we've gotten a lot so far, don't get me wrong, but I think we're going to get even more once we open and people see how much fun it is and, you know, it's new and exciting. So yeah, I expect to have more inquiries. Awesome. Cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And do you plan to expand the concept to other parts of Nashville, other cities? I know um, one article I read talked about, you know, replicating it and this is just the, the first of potentially many more. Yes. Well, I'm not close-minded at all to, you know, future expansion to other cities and other places. Um, My dad and I, like I said, we've worked together for the last two years, every single day together. Um, And we're both very creative and we're very aspirational. So when we get together, we just kind of, we just, it's just like creative vomit. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of disgusting. But it's it's just like we both just throw out like, what if we did this? Wouldn't it be cool if we did this? And it just kind of rolls in. Um, so we have a lot of ideas yeah. and a lot of aspirations coming down the pipeline. So um, you could definitely, you know, uh, see us opening up more um, as 
as to if it's going to be in other cities versus Nashville, we'll just have to see how it goes and see how the demand is because I would love to open up another one in Nashville. I would love to be able to have to do that, right. you know. Um, so we've looked at other locations in Nashville for maybe a second spot, um, just kind of getting prepared. Um, but I, you know, I definitely am open to expanding our business. Yeah, that's awesome. Um so let me say before I met you tonight, I didn't realize that how recently you had a baby. <laughs> and so I you did. were a new mom and launching this business all at the same time. Oh, yes. So I'm super impressed. Um, so tell me a little bit about a day in your life and kind of how that looks. I'm sure every day is very different. But I mean, balancing um you know, your first child and a marriage and, you know, launching your own business um, that, as you told me before, is not for the faint of heart. No, um, <laughs> how How is this looking and how do you manage everything? Gosh, oh, I can't stop smiling because it's just been a awesome ride. It's been such a cool journey and it's not, it's, it's just beginning, yeah. you know, so it's so neat. Um that's so funny that you say that because I told my dad before I came here that, you know, they're going to ask me what's a day in the life like. Yeah. And I was like, you know, what what do I say? <laughs> and he just laughed. He was like, just he just laughed. He was like, I don't know what you say because we do something different every single day. No day is the exact same. And that's why I love it. I'm just I'm just loving it right now because every day is so different. Um, and I get to wear many hats and I get to sharpen my skills in all these different areas so it's it's just really cool. And as far as juggling a, a, ba- a new baby and my marriage and opening a new business, it's been a lot easier than than most people might think. I'm truly blessed. I have an amazing supportive family. My husband is just so amazing. And it's so funny because it's like the day after Father's Day. But um, he's so great. He's such a great dad. He's a great husband. And my dad is super supportive. I'm just so blessed. Um, it's been it's been kind of easy so far because I've had so much support and love from my family. Um, and it's just, I'm, I'm very, I don't know. I, I, there's a lot that I want to do in life. And so, and I have to be busy all the time. So I, you know, I miss my baby a lot. You know, she, she's been watched by my family members and things like that. Um, a lot of the time. So I miss her, but, you know, at the end of the day, I have to just remember that I'm doing a lot of, you know, all of this for her, for her future and for my future baby's future. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, you know, it's hard in that regard. The hardest part is being away from my daughter for like two or three days at a time. Yeah. It just kills me. But um, just, you know, have to keep working hard and it's just temporary. It's not yeah. forever. Right. So. Right. But, it, you know, overall, it's been super fun and easy and yeah. just it's been so great to see how much love and support I have in my life. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I love that. Um, so since you've been in Nashville, the short time you've been in Nashville, what would you um, recommend in terms of outings? This can be restaurants or um, ways that you just kind of get away from the city, anything that you would suggest to either people that have recently moved here or that are visiting? Oh, great. I love this question so much because I'm such a foodie. Me and my <laughs> husband both are. We love food and we love to experience new food. Like, I call the milkshake bar a culinary adventure yeah. because 
he and I love to have new culinary adventures. That's kind of <laughs> what we call them. Um, but I've gone to just a few places, not as many as I would like because I'm super busy all the time. But um, when we can get out, uh, we've gone to Puckett's, which is right across the street from the apartment. Yeah. So, you know, we've gone there a couple of times. I really love that place. It's a great place to bring, like, your family who's visiting, who, you know, they might want to eat somewhere that they don't have in their own city. Um, and then for me personally, my, you know, a lot of my family is a little more reserved when it comes to like food. Yeah. They're like, you know, creatures of habit. They eat the same thing over and over. They don't want to like try something new because what if they don't like it? You know, (laughs) then, you know, they'll be upset because they, you know, ordered something that they didn't like. But I'm like, how do you know? that you're going to like something if you don't ever try it. So my husband and I are kind of on the same page with that. So the Frothy Monkey is a little different than anything that I've had in Huntsville or anything that my family would probably like. So I've gone there twice by myself. (laughs) Um, But I love that place. I follow follow them on Instagram, and I just – I love the Frothy Monkey for lunch. And then um, I've been to Underground a couple times because my friend really likes the place – um, and they have really great cheese fries. Uh, and I guess, you know, for dessert, what do you say? Like Nashville has so many great places, like Five Daughters I love. And Jenny's ice cream is so amazing. Um, you know, sprinkles, cupcakes, the cupcake ATM, like get out of here. That is so cool. Um, so I just, I can't pick a favorite dessert place. Um, legendary milkshake bar. <laughs> yes, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. <laughs> But um, there's, I mean, there's so many places I still want to try, though. Um, I just, so many. I can't even list them all. But uh, everything that I've tried here has been fantastic. Oh, and we did go to a taco bar last night that was super great. It's called, um, it's on 12, or no, it's not 12. It's 21st, um, San Antonio Taco Co. or oh, something yeah, like Seco. that. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. It's like this little hole-in-the-wall place, and we went right after we were working. We didn't even shower, so we're yeah. all, like, covered in rock dust, and we're like, where can we go that people won't judge us too harshly? And yeah. I'm like, this place looks kind of cool. So we went in there, and it was amazing. The food was great. Yeah. Such a, such a simple, like, you know, like, a place that you go with your friends and just hang out and you don't have to worry about being judged too harshly about what you look like. So, Oh, yeah. that's There's a lot of new things in Nashville, but that's like one of those staples mm-hmm. that um, I feel like people that have been here for years just mm-hmm. continue to frequent it. So, yes. I I've noticed a lot of locals and everything. So I love going to places like that because, you know, it, I just I love the local feel. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Um, so... My last question for you, is there any advice that you would give to listeners about running a family business or going out on their own? Oh, gosh, I have so much advice and opinions and suggestions. Um, <laughs> one thing about me is I'm, I'm, in a, very, I'm a very opinionated person, um, and especially about starting your own business. I've watched my dad start his own business a couple times with different businesses, and now I'm in the thick of it. I'm with him on this new adventure that we're starting. So I've learned so, so much, like, starting this new business. Um, So, yes, of course, I have so much advice. But in short, I would say, you know, do your research. Make sure that there is a demand for the product or service that you provide. That was a big deal for us. You know, we searched for the place for a new milkshake bar in Nashville was it because, um, you know, there's a demand here for a milkshake bar. Um, And then next location, location, location. It's (laughs) always said three times because it's triple important. Um, 
So make sure that you're located where your target audience can get to you easily. That's why we chose downtown. Our target audience are the the basis of it is right. um, tourists. So they can get to us easily there. There's a lot of foot traffic there. And then once you have those two and are ready to move forward, I would suggest getting organized. Um, make to-do lists. Create spreadsheets on your financial projections. Like methodically think about the logistics of your business and the operations. Um, and I would also suggest in this process is to create um, create a, a uh, business plan. I think that that's super important for any business. If you don't have a business plan, you know, you're you're really missing out because it's like the Bible of a business. I spent countless hours. Our business plan is like 50 pages long. Um, and this is kind of side note. This is kind of cool just to reference like how important a business plan is for the ladies. I watched a makeup tutorial one time. I was uh, just I, I went through this like phase where I watched makeup tutorials. I think <laughs> some girls do. But um it was a friend of mine who I went to high school with, and she mentioned in the makeup tutorial, she was like, I'm going to show you how to do your eyebrows now. Most of the makeup tutorials that I watch don't show you how to do your eyebrows. And she's like, I don't know why people don't show this. Don't skip your eyebrows. It is so important. Why would you spend so much time on your face and not do your eyebrows? And that just kind of reminds me of the business plan. Like, it is the eyebrows of your business face. <laughs> like, do not skip this. Just do it. You know, um, it will teach you so much about your business and what you're trying to create. And then you can also look back on it later and be reminded of why you're starting this business in the first place. Like my business plan is like 50 pages long, but every time I read it, I, I just wrote it with such passion. So every time I read it, I'm reminded of why I'm doing this and how much I love this. And uh, so I, I would just... Do a business plan. Don't skip it. And if you don't have one already, you know, and and you don't want to write it, invest in a company to write it for you. Um, it's so important. And then, you know, besides the business plan, I would, you know, do branding branding exercises to find out who your business is. If your brand were a person, what kind of personality traits would they have? You know, what what celebrity would they be? Um, really get to know the brand that you're wanting to create. And create your brand um, and just know the ins and outs of that because it's so important to be consistent with your brand and have your brand be in every single thing that you do as far as, you know, your menu items and the look of your your uh, space. You know, everything has to be consistent with your brand. Um, so it's, it's really, really important. And then um, I would also say, you know, like I said, the business plan getting organized, um, you know, uh, location, research, everything. All of those are practical advice. And the last thing I would just share is a little more of a personal piece of advice, and that's for anyone looking into owning their own business. Just don't do it if you don't plan to give all of your efforts and give everything you have because business owning is not like a half-assed affair. <laughs> Sorry, I can't say ass, but you can edit that out. Um, <laughs> it takes everything you possibly have. And just like you need to know your brand, you more importantly need to know yourself. And are you the kind of person that can handle the early mornings and the late nights? Can you deal with time being stripped away from you, from your families and time away from your babies? Are you able to push through the lack of sleep for the greater good of your business? 
and, you know, just make absolutely certain that it's something that you have the hunger for before taking the leap. And trust me, you'll know if you do because that fire in your belly won't stop burning until you complete all of your goals. I love that. I oh, think thanks. you should um, you write a book. Oh, gosh. I already <laughs> Sorry, did. It's called business. The Business Plan. Yeah. <laughs> you can just uh, tweak it and um, if for a more general audience and uh, uh, rebrand it and yeah. make some money off of it. Uh-huh, yeah. Gosh. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I really should. If I had the time, I would love to write a book because I have so much to say about, you know, I have so many opinions and so much to say about helping people start their own business. Um, I've listened to podcasts before. I usually listen to this other one about entrepreneurs and stuff, and I hear um, I hear so many people talking about, like, how do I start a business? I want to start one, but how do I start? Where do I begin? And, you know, I feel like if you had some kind of structure, if somebody could give you just some advice on where to start, just like, you know, I did – if I had that before I started, it would have been a much easier road. But, um, you know, it's I really should write a book. I've got if even if it didn't make any money, even if nobody read it, it would just make me feel better just to get it out there on paper. Yeah. Um, maybe I should keep a journal or something. Right. Well, next next endeavor. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am so excited to um see your legendary milkshake bar in full swing next month. Um, it's just been really a pleasure to see how much passion that you have behind it. Thank you. And um, how joyful that you are and um, have just thrown all of yourself into it. And um, so I'm really thankful that you chose Nashville as a city to bring um, bring your concept to. And I know that you're going to serve a lot of people and spread a lot of joy throughout downtown and the rest of the city. So thank you. thanks so much for coming on today. And oh, thank um, you so much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity to come out here and, you know, tell a little bit more about my story and my business. And I'm just truly honored, you know, that you had me on your show. I've truly appreciate it yeah of course well everybody um check out legendary milkshake bar um follow them on social media for more details on their opening in july now thank you so much please reach out to share your experiences with us by emailing new in nashville podcast at gmail.com you can also sign up for our mailing list and access our social media at www.newinnashvillepodcast.com. If you enjoyed the show, please review and subscribe on iTunes and refer our podcast to a friend today. Thank you to Jared Anderson of Evergreen Productions for producing and engineering our podcast. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next time. The music in this episode is provided by Carrie Ann Larson. She is a singer-songwriter who strives to write songs that people hear their own stories in. You can find her music, including her latest single, Fairweather Friend, on all digital platforms.